In the grand theater of life, we all seek a comeback, a resurgence, a rekindling of our inner fire. But how do we spark that flame? Welcome to Reignite Resilience. This is not just another podcast. This is a journey, a venture into the heart of human spirit, the power of resilience, and the art of reigniting our passions. Welcome back to another episode of Reignite Resilience. I am your co-host, Natalie Davis, and I am joined by Pam Cass. How's it going, Pam? It's fabulous, Natalie. How are you? I am so great. I am doing well. So great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, here's the thing. I'm not sure if you've known that Suzanne Summers said this, but forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself, Pam. Are you aware of that? I I love that. I love that. I do love that. And that's, you know, I'm not sure why this topic came up. I don't remember what I was doing, but I I texted you and I'm like, well, what do you think about forgiveness and resilience as a topic? And I know I've dealt with this over the years. I know friends that deal with this currently. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? What is resilience? How does it impact or how does forgiveness impact resilience? And so- we are going down that journey today to kind of learn a little bit more about it and figure out what it means when we don't forgive and how it can impact us physically and emotionally. Yes, absolutely. So let's dive in. Let's do I, it. I love it. I love it. Well, when you sent the message, I was like, yes, hands down. Absolutely. And and I think yeah. that's the thing is that once we have these ideas that start resonating, it's, you know, we realize very quickly that we've had many of opportunities to live out most of these topics that we've shared. And if we haven't done it ourselves, like you said, the people in our lives yeah. have. So yeah. forgiveness is one that I've, yeah. <laughs> I've worked on a time or two. I um, think everyone <laughs> has worked on this a time or two. For yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Well, and I don't think one of the great things, like I don't think about forgiveness necessarily from the standpoint of resiliency in every episode that we've done so far to date have made the connection between whatever the topic is and resiliency. So I would love for us, let's just start there. When we're looking at forgiveness and resiliency, what does it really look like? What are we really even talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I started to do a little research, I found it's Dr. Frederick Luskin, he is with Stanford University and he has something called the Forgiveness Project where you can actually go through a class on how to give forgiveness. And he has a book called Forgive for Good. And so check it out. I just heard about it. So it's something that I am going to uh, reach out and get and, and read it and kind of dig in a little bit deeper. But One of the things he talks about is that when you are able to forgive, it can actually make you emotionally stronger. And that's what resilience is. It's making us emotionally stronger. When we're holding on to stuff, and that's usually what happens, it's somebody has done something to us. Yes. And we hold on this anger, this resentment, and we carry it around on our back like it's this big elephant or gorilla and we just carry it with us and it impacts and we're going to talk about all the different ways it impacts us physically and emotionally and then we're going to give you some things that you can do to practice forgiveness and it's hard there have been people that I'm like I will never forgive you and then I realize how much it's impacting me and how much brain space it is taking up in my head and I'm like no No. And I think it's important to understand that 
forgiveness isn't just about those big things that happen. It's about the little things too. Somebody cuts you off on the highway. Somebody cuts in front of you in a line at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Just forgiveness and letting go. And, And so what about you? Have there been, and I'll go into some specific examples for myself, but have there been examples of, of places where you, it took you a minute to forgive? Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I, I I would absolutely be lying if I said no, there wasn't. But I think you are heading down such a an eye-opening path when we talk about forgiveness because yeah. when we look at it, it's there are three different ways that we can look at forgiveness. And it's like this mm-hmm. universal forgiveness, right? Like this blanket of we have forgiveness for fill in the blank yep. and whatever that may be. Then we have the forgiveness of others. And then we have the forgiveness of self. A lot of times, I think the one that I used to struggle with more than I do today. I don't struggle with it as much today as I did at one point in time, but it's forgiveness of self. And so when we're looking at, for me specifically, when I'm looking at forgiveness of self, it's, you know, when Mm -hmm. you make those silly mistakes, right? Like, Natalie, why'd you procrastinate so long on doing X? You should have just gotten it done. And now you've got to stay up until midnight to get it all complete. Um, to hit this deadline. And so really it's, you know, I you beat yourself up. The next day you're probably not yeah. great, happy with mm-hmm. yourself because you had to stay up late or what have you. Mm-hmm. Being able to pause in those moments and really allow yourself to forgive yourself for the little mistakes that you make. We talk about this little voice. I don't know how this little voice can be so strong at times, but it's the little yeah. voice that also comes up and is like, I can't believe you forgot to... Send out the cards or buy the birthday gifts or book the travel or whatever it may be, right? Like, I can't believe you forgot to do these things or you put these things off. And then that continues to play over and over in your mind. And those are the things that wake you up at two in the morning. So for me, I have really done a lot of work in one, having grace with myself as I'm entering into things. But then two, if I happen to make a mistake, reminding myself that I'm human, right? And -hmm. and I have Mm -hmm. allow myself to give myself forgiveness in those opportunities. Otherwise, those used to be the things that keep me up at two in the morning. I sleep just fine now. Oh my God. (laughs) I love that you brought that up because I didn't, when I thought about this, I never even thought about that part of it, of the forgiveness of self. And what a powerful thing when when we're holding that anger towards ourselves for mistakes we've made or things, failures or whatever. I wish I had done this better. I wish I had been a better parent. I fill in the blank. It holds us back. It does. And so letting it go, it's, wow, what a powerful thing. So thank you for taking yeah. down that road because, I, yeah, I didn't even, did not even think about that one. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It. And so that's, it. I mean, for everyone yeah. listening, I mean, you, the first thing that we typically think about is like, oh, well, I've got to forgive that person, right? Yeah, exactly. And my challenge is not necessarily with forgiving others. It, it has been in the past forgiving myself for I things. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so let's talk about, well, I'll tell you a, a few instances. And this one that has been recent for me is something happened at a previous space where somebody said something about me that wasn't true and I wasn't there to defend myself. Yes. And I had had an issue with this person in the past mm-hmm. and I found myself not wanting to go to the office not what every time I saw their car, I got anxiety. I was stressed out. And I finally said, okay, you need to forgive. Like you Mm -hmm. need to just, and so 
I texted this person and said, let's grab, let's grab coffee because I needed to just clear the air because it was the one thing that was keeping me stuck. And I, I just say the word stuck because I was in this place where I was like, it was preventing me from doing stuff and living my best life. So yeah. Met with them, thought I'd forgiven, and I felt great. I was like, okay. And then I was able to go back to the office, and it was all good. And then that person did it another time where they said some stuff about me. And it just rushed it all back to me, and I got into that space again. And it was such a dark space. I was so angry that it was monopolizing all of my time. Mm-hmm. And what I found myself doing is surrounding myself with other people that had same experiences. And then it was like this giant pity oh. anchor party. And it was oh, like, a nice little mosh pit yeah. of negativity. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I need to remove myself and I need to, truly forgive yeah oftentimes it's more about that other person than it is about us yeah I just need to let it go and just move on with my world because as long as I'm allowing somebody else to occupy that space in my life and that anger to let me they have power over me Mm -hmm. I just didn't want anyone else to have any power over me oh my gosh absolutely and and you're t- and they're taking up space for like uh, any other, other type of love or abundant yeah. thing to come in because yeah. they're they've reserved the spot um, yeah. for you to hold animosity towards or whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, and yeah. I think and I shared the story about my ex husband. Same thing. I had such anger and resentment. I started doing my gratitude walks, and this one day, I became grateful for him. And in that moment, I was able to forgive. Yeah, and once I forgave. There was no feeling anymore of anything other than just peace. Yeah. And so I just, I do want to talk about some of the physical impacts that can have that, that anger and that resentment and stuff that we carry for people, whether it's for a parent, if we thought a parent Mm -hmm. didn't do a great job and wish they had done it differently, spouses, friends, you know, fill in the blank of whoever it could have been that you believe wronged you or hurt you in some way. But the power of being able to let it go so that you can live your best life and take that power away from that other person. Because sometimes I will tell you that other person doesn't even realize it. They haven't, they don't remember. And yeah, and and it's not even on their radar. It's not on their radar. It's not on their radar. A, A couple of years ago, I had an opportunity to work with an author by the name of Tom Bird. He has a book. He has a couple of books. He's a, I mean, fabulous author, but the book that I am referencing to is called Writing to Heal. And, mm. you know, when you, when you talk about like the other person not even knowing, sometimes we don't even know. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give away the book. You can find the book on Amazon. Um, okay. It's called Writing to Heal. Tom Bird is the author. Okay. Uh, but I remember I've gone through this book a couple of times and I've gifted yeah. this book to a couple of people that are just going through different stages and chapters in life. Yeah. But what I discovered in one of the chapters, Tom actually has you go through and you start talking about forgiveness. And so in that, there are people that pop up in my life. I'm going to say this from first person. Yes. There were people that popped up in my life as a result of doing these writing exercises that I needed to still forgive. And when I tell you, I was more surprised at the people that popped up because sometimes those things like harbor themselves internally, like within you and you never know. 
One of the people that popped up, I don't even remember the person's name. I just remember the classroom that I was sitting in. It was ninth grade science class. Coach was the teacher for the class. Um, So it was one of those classes that, thank you to all of the educators in the world. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we're, we're in this class and there was just a student that was so angry and hostile and what for whatever reason she was not a fan of mine and that's fine right I've come to this realization that not everyone in this world is going to like me well until I did that writing to heal exercise I didn't I mean it, it like evoked deep emotion as a result of going through that writing exercise and I thought I thought I forgave her but I didn't what I did was suppressed the experience, right? And I buried that away. And I was like, okay, I don't have to deal with that anymore, right? When will I ever see this person again? Like you mentioned, if you see them in passing, it's like, oh, it's triggered. I'll never see this person again, more than likely, knock on wood. And so when I went through this exercise, I like true, like, I mean, I could feel the pain, I could feel the embarrassment, and I could feel the anger and the hostility still. And so that was a fabulous book to um, actually work through in terms of forgiveness. That was, and that's just one part of the book. I think it's broken down into like 12 or 15 chapters or something like that, but yeah, all very enlightening moments. But when we talk about forgiveness, sometimes it's people that you don't even have on your radar. It's like, well, well shoot, I thought I, I let that go. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's so interesting you say that because I think that that's what I had done with this specific person. Yeah. I had met with them. I thought I had forgiven and let it go, but I just buried it down. <laughs> and then as soon as something else happened, it triggered in and it all came back. Bubbled back if, up. If yeah. something like that happens where, nope, I've forgiven that person. Then they do something and then you're going back to all the old stuff that happened. Yeah. You didn't truly forgive. You did not. With my ex-husband, I forgave because other stuff has happened that he's done and it's it's had no power. Yeah. Okay with it. So truly the the forgiveness piece of it. I mean, it's hard. We're going to give you guys some, you know, ways that you can work through forgiveness or or practice forgiveness. Yeah. One of them, it's funny that you talked about that book by Tom Burton is journaling. Yes. It's a huge way to do it. It's yes. recognizing the event or whatever it was or the person that, that made you feel this way. And then just journaling about it, writing yeah. it down and just getting it onto paper and then letting it go. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that. Wasn't there an episode of Friends where they had a trash can and they threw like old boyfriends in the trash can, like they're something oh. about them and then they lit it on fire and then the fireman came. I'm I not a Friends person, so I don't know. <laughs> I was watching Seinfeld when Friends was on, so I'm not sure. Okay, well, I watched Seinfeld too, but I, that just it reminded me of some episode with Speedy and. and well, that, listen, that's not a bad idea. If you if you jot it down, then you and then you like burn it because. But just make sure that it's um somewhere where there's a hose, plenty of water, a trash, you know, safe. Keep be safe. We don't want anyone getting burnt. No. Um, from this podcast. Like, Literally, by the experience and the experience. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah, safety absolutely. first. <laughs> I love that. Well, um, and I think you're right, Pam, if you can like journal and reflect on that. And again, I uh, this book, and I'll make sure that I uh, connect a link to this book in yeah. the notes so you all can access that if you're interested in it. But I had no 
understanding what was going to pop up uh, for me when going through that exercise in terms of, you know, going back to a specific age and thinking about, you know, who is it that you need to forgive? And I think we do such a great job of like deflecting away, right? If I can just suppress the emotions that I'm feeling around it, then I don't ever have to engage with that person again. Is that the equivalent to forgiveness? No, it's not. No, that no that's avoidance. Not. Yes, that's avoidance. Yeah, so being able podcast. to like reflect, yeah, truly yeah. reflect on that yeah. person. And one of the ways that I found helpful yeah. is like changing the perspective of uh, yes. the experience during that situation, right? So yeah. putting yourself in the other person's shoes or being able to have an understanding of where they are in life and what they're processing, just getting that understanding of just a second viewpoint, right? Because oftentimes we get caught in our own minds with our own experiences and thinking, why is this happening to me? Just pause for a moment and then reflect on what are they doing? What's going on in their lives? And, And maybe it has nothing to do with us at all. Yeah. And I think most of the time it doesn't. And I think that, you know, one of the other ways of forgiveness is through empathy. Like you said, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. At the end of the day, we have no idea what somebody else is going through. No. And oftentimes people will take out, lash out on other people that are closest to them because it's just easy. Um, Who knows that girl in that science class? Who knows what her home life was like? Who knows what she was going through in her personal life that made you that target. Yeah. Um, I think we see that with bullies. A lot of times it's because of something deeper that's going on. And I think it's really prevalent today where there's communication happening through text message and email and social media. There's so many things that can be misconstrued in the way somebody says something through text as opposed to voice to voice or face to face. Yes. And so I think sometimes before we go to the anger and the resentment, we need to pause and maybe call that person and say, hey, you said this in your text message. Tell me what you meant by that or Mm -hmm. tell me more about that. And maybe try to dig a little bit deeper because they may not have meant what you thought they meant. We may have created our story in our head about what they meant. Exactly. question that I love to ask people when they'll say something. I was like, well, what evidence do you have that what you believe is true? And when I say evidence, it it has to be like, if I put you on a stand in front Concrete. of your, your peers, you could give me not how you felt. Yes. Well, this is how it made me feel. I was like, no, no, what evidence is there? Because yeah. sometimes there is no evidence. Right. It's just our own insecurity as to what, you know, we think. Absolutely. And so I think that's a that's a really important one. And that is one of the ways for going through forgiveness is that empathy, you know, yeah. putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. I do have a story. And it, when we were doing this, when I was doing this research, it reminded me of it, of a client of mine from years and years ago. I had gone to their house and I was doing a tour of their house to list it. And in the basement, there was a, a girl's bedroom. And I walked in there and they're like, this is our daughter's. And she's no longer with us. And so I didn't realize who it was, but for those of you who are in the Fort Collins area, um, Lacey Miller and Lacey Miller was uh, kidnapped and, and they found her body, I think like nine days later mm-hmm. and murdered. She was 20 and they caught the person. He was 22, went to jail and she now, 
she visited him in prison. She made peace with it. She forgave him. She taught in schools about safety. That is, that's forgiveness. I mean, she could have very easily spent her life in hate and anger and been paralyzed by that. But she chose to take this horrible, horrible thing and, and show kindness to him, forgiveness, and then use use what happened to help educate other people to empower others right so kind of giving meaning to it right and yeah yeah you you have to that's like a conscious choice you can't um, just simply happen upon it right you don't just wake up one day and say you know what I think I'm good let me go visit him in prison it's I'm I'm deciding to forgive today this is what it's the next chapter of life is going to look like for me and I mean a lot of people would just say there's no way that you could ever forgive someone for something yeah. like that. And that's such a yeah. great example of, yes, you can, if you, you decide can. to do if so. You, if you decide to do it. And it's, yeah. I know it wasn't something that happened quickly or overnight. It was over time. Yeah. And I didn't ask her at the time, like, what was that process like? Yeah. And we hear other stories about that. We yeah. hear other stories of people doing that and showing forgiveness to people. And so I think that's that's such a powerful thing. We hope that you've enjoyed part one of our two-part series on forgiveness and resiliency. It's not always easy for us to share our own personal experiences with you all, but hopefully in an effort to be vulnerable, you are hearing these stories firsthand and exploring opportunities for you to look at situations, experiences, and even people that you can begin to walk down the path of forgiveness with. And don't forget to join us for part two. Because in part two, we're going to dive into the actual physical impact that not having forgiveness can have on your body and then equip you with some tools that you can begin utilizing to help you on that journey to forgiveness. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Reignite Resilience. We hope that you had amazing ahas and takeaways. Remember to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, like it and download the upcoming episodes. And if you know anyone in your life that is looking to continue to ignite their resilience, share it with them. We look forward to seeing you on our future episodes. And until then, continue to reignite that fire within your hearts.